Pastor Michael E. Tom. I'm the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. We're at 311 North Dunbar, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We want to welcome you to today's program. Today you're going to be listening to a word either from myself, my lovely wife Kimberly E. Tom, or associate minister at Bethlehem, or teacher. But before we get into word today, we just want to welcome those who are listening throughout our MySpace page at www.myspace.com backslash Pastor Michael Eaton, that's E-A-T-O-N. Maybe listening through our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com or podcast of the same name, Hear God's Word at Bethlehem or through our Women of Divine Faith or other ministries all on the internet. Now, let's get into the Word. The only way we can make disciples is we've got to be disciples. Right, right, Amen. right, and right. And a disciple right. is a learner. Hello, somebody. Which means no Christian will ever know it all or even feel uh, like they can know it all. Right. Because they're progressively learning and progressively transforming into the image of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. We always cast this vision before you. Remind you that you've got to get there before you get there. You've got to move in before you get in. Amen? Right, right. We want you to pray about this as well. Mm -hmm. Because as we're going to learn in this morning's lesson, even when you have the victory, you have to still pray for God to give you the logistics of how to win the victory. Amen? Right. Amen. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm sure all of you have ordered your new t-shirts for this year, the Share the Love t-shirts. And, and we're going to begin once they come to, to wear those on the fourth Sunday. Uh, but on the fourth Sunday again, it's, it's your job to invite others out to the household of the Lord. I was reading an article, and I, I forgot the, the certain statistics. I think it was 75 to 90 percent of people are in church because somebody invited them to be there with them. Amen. 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 So there's power. Power. Uh, if you just do your job, yes, God will do his job. Power. So we're going to fast and pray this yeah. Wednesday night for your 10 most wanted. And then you're going to invite them out to the church. And you're going to invite anyone that comes across your path within this next week to come be a part of our service. Amen? Amen. Amen. And praise the Lord. We're continuing. I don't know how long God is going to have us in this series, but we're going through the book of Joshua. Joshua is a book in which the people finally walked out into the promised and before they would go, they would have to be strong and courageous. That's right. Strong to say, be strong. Be strong. The Lord, your God is with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
He says, have I not commanded you? Be strong be and strong. courageous. Do not be afraid. Don't be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Mm -hmm. For the Lord your God is with you wherever well, you go. Wherever. Wow. That's, that's a good news. Awesome right? promise. That's good news. Uh -huh. That's good news. You can stand on. Sure. That's good news. And we as a church don't want to wonder. We want to go into yes. the promises of God. Amen? Yeah, 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 yeah. Amen. I want everything that God says I can have. Amen. Yeah. I want to right. do everything that God says I can do. Right. Amen. Right, right. right. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and praise the Lord. This morning we're going to look at a message entitled Faith for the Victory. Faith <laughs> for the Victory. And we're going to look at a familiar text to us, Joshua 10, verses 12 through 14. Joshua 10, 12 through 14. Please stand in reference to the Word of God. Stand symbolically saying that I will stand on the Word of God. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, or neighbor, I'm going to stand on this Word. I'm going to stand on this Word. Amen. Let's read it on three. One, two, three. On the day Christians to know this morning that Christians should have faith to pray in the midst of the battle. All right. Christians should have faith Got to. to pray in the midst of the battle. I'm going to encourage you when I really, really want you to go back and read Joshua chapter 10 in your own private time sometime before now and Wednesday because you will have the context into which Joshua prayed this prayer. And if you hadn't studied Joshua chapter 9, I want you to go back and study Joshua chapter 9 because Joshua chapter 9 talks about the Gideonites. And the Gideonites were a people that lived in the land into which God told Joshua to conquer. And the Gideonites were a shrewd people because they came up with a plan on how they could stay in the land without being defeated. And what they decided to do is that they were going to send their best actors. So they, they sent uh, Denzel from Gibeon and mm. Holly from Gibeon and 
they went and they put on old clothes and they brought some old molded food and and they act like they were a people from a faraway land. All right. All right. And they came and flattered Joshua by talking about his God and saying uh, that we believe that your God is a mighty and awesome God and what we want to do is we want to make a peace treaty uh -huh. between you and our country. What's up? And Joshua even posed the question in another shelf, what if, uh, what if you're not from a faraway land, but what if you are people uh, uh, from this land? And, and Joshua's greatest mistake in that text, chapter 9, is it says that, that he did not inquire of the Lord. Uh -oh. He didn't pray, uh -oh. Uh -oh. in other words. And, and he decided to use his own reason and uh -oh. his own sight. Uh -oh. And he looked at what they had. They had some molded bread. He looked at what they were wearing. And they, they looked ruddy. And it looked and appeared as if they were from a faraway place. Uh -huh. So Joshua signed a peace treaty with the Gibeonites. Uh -oh. And move. he uh, discovered pretty quickly that they were not from a faraway place. They were from Winniewood. Uh -oh. Somebody. Uh -oh. Right down the street. Hello, somebody. Right <laughs> Winniewood in the house. Winniewood in the house. <laughs> yes, sir. No shame in my game. And he was upset and mad at what we learned. And I wish I could re-preach it, but I got to move further. Right. But, but what we learned is that Joshua, because he made a covenant, with the people, you had to uh -oh. keep the covenant. Hello. Uh -oh. Yes, sir. And we easily apply that to marriage and family because some of us got fooled into getting married. Uh -oh. Hello, somebody. You say, what do you mean you got fooled, preacher? Well, that person put their best foot forward. Uh -oh. Hello, somebody. Uh -oh. oh, she never let you see her without her makeup on. Uh -oh. Hello, somebody. Uh -oh. oh, and he uh, oh, oh. act like he had a lot of money. Hello, uh -oh. somebody. Uh -oh. But when y'all got married and y'all saw each but other, damn. oh, hey, in the morning. Hello, somebody. Uh -oh. She wasn't as pretty as she should be, and he was broke. Hello, somebody. You you thought he had a gold card. Hello, somebody. Uh -oh. <laughs> yeah, but it was just a homeland card. Hello, somebody. Hello, <laughs> somebody. <laughs> But, but, but even though some of you got fooled into making the covenant, guess what? Uh-oh. Hello, somebody. God is expecting you to keep the covenant. All right. All right. Because God is not concerned about your happiness. God is concerned about your holiness. Oh. God is not concerned about your happiness. That's where Christianity in our century and our time oh, has no substance because we think God is supposed to make us happy. We think God is supposed to make us rich. But no, God is supposed to make us holy. Good, Hello, somebody. I can't preach that. That was just a little nugget good, from Wednesday. But, 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 I, but I'll take it, real. To fast forward to chapter 10, what happened was is that everybody else uh, around them heard that they made a covenant with Israel, the Gibeonites. And the Amorites, they got upset and they got mad and they got people to come together. And guess what they did? They came. 
not against Joshua, hello somebody, but they came together against the Gibeonites because they were mad because they made a treaty. All right, all right. And the Gibeonites, oh, had made that treaty. So what they what did they do? They sent messengers to Joshua uh -huh. right. and, and, and said Joshua to Joshua your servants are in trouble these folk are coming against us and remember oh we made a treaty with you and uh, oh in each time's translation because we made a treaty with you that means that we're on the winning side so you better send somebody to come see about us <laughs> hello sir all right, all right. hello sir and guess what Joshua did? Joshua traveled with his army all night long. Hello, somebody. Right. And he came to rescue the Gibeonites. Oh, and after he had came and traveled all night long to rescue the Gibeonites, he came up against the Amorites. Oh, and they were winning the battle. And they, and they almost had the victory, except after they had fought. And, oh, it was time for the sun to go down. And you know what would happen when the sun went down? What would happen when the sun went down? It's dark. They won't be able to see. Hello, somebody. And they're not in their own land. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. They don't know their way in the dark. Hello, somebody. So, Joshua did an awesome thing. Hello, somebody. He prayed what I call a spontaneous prayer. And he asked God for more Right. Is there anybody in here today that needs more time? Uh -oh. Have you ever saw a football game and seen all oh, the momentum changed and seen a team come from behind and you know that that team would have won the game, but they were. They ran out of time. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Somebody in here better ask, ask the Lord to give you more time. <laughs> I hear you, Ray. You believe by faith you can get the victory. Close you believe by faith that you have the victory. But you are running out of time. Close Say to your neighbor, neighbor, poor neighbor, are you running out of time? Are you running out of time? Are you running out of time? You need more time. I'm going to look at this and share this this video, and it's, it's it's shared in its simplest terms, and it's a Lego rendering of what's happening in the text. All right. And if you don't get it, I believe your child will. The Lord makes the sun. Thanks. The story begins here in the throne room of Adonai Zedek, an Amorite king. My lord, the Israelites have destroyed the city of Ai and have made a treaty with the Gibeonites. to come up to me and help me. 
and let us strike Gibeon, for it has made peace with Joshua and with the people of Israel. The Israelites camped at Gilgal. Do not we ask so hands from your servants, come up to us and save us and help us. For all the kings of the Amorites who dwell in the hill country are gathered against us. Now let us go to battle. So Joshua went up from Gilgal, he and all the people of war with him, and all the mighty men of valor. And the Lord said to Joshua, do not fear them, for I have given them into your hands. Not a man of them shall stand before you. So Joshua came upon them suddenly, having marched up all night from Gilgal. The Amorites panicked. And as they fled before Israel, the Lord threw down large stones from heaven. There were more who died because of the hailstones than the sons of Israel killed with the sword. Lord, I pray that the sun stands still at Gibeon and the moon in the valley of Ijalon. Victory for the Israelites. Amen. In the simplest terms. Someone said, explain it to me like I'm a two-year-old. But in the middle of the battle, Pray for the victory. Uh, Joshua prays a spontaneous prayer. You say, why is it a spontaneous prayer? Because it's not something that he had planned to pray. All right, all right. And God showed me through this message that really you want to know whether you have a personal relationship with God. Uh -oh. oh, it's not by those fancy prayers that you memorize. It's not by all those prayers that you repeat over and over and repetitively. Oh, and know it without having to think. One of the ways that you know, that you know, that you know God is that you can, oh, call him up at any time. Hello, somebody. You can call him up and tell him what you want. And Joshua, in the middle of this battle, didn't have time to be fancy and to pray those fancy prayers. Oh, that the, oh, that the Pharisees and Sadducees oh, used to pray so people could see them. All Joshua knew is that he could have the victory. Oh, but he needed more time. And out of his spirit, he prayed a simultaneous, or not a simultaneous, spontaneous prayer. And he said out of his spirit, Son, you be still. And moon, you be still. He prayed for more time. And there's somebody here today, you better learn. Jesus. Yeah. 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 
everybody spun, a spontaneous but not you didn't plan on it yeah. hello somebody call it just came up out of you yeah yeah just call it I tell married couples all the time when the devil gets busy in your relationship somebody. and you begin to argue and uh -uh. fuss and fight somebody. at somebody, somebody and one another and I tell married couples you can pray and fight at the same time somebody hello somebody yeah. you better call him up oh, in the middle of that argument yeah. call him up oh, and say Lord oh have the sun be still and the moon be still in Jesus name yeah. And I always like to say the one good, that really. don't want to pray is the one that's in the flesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, yeah. somebody. That's good. And if you don't want to pray, oh, you don't even need to be talking to one another. Woo. Hello, somebody. You just need to walk away and gather yourself. All right. Hello, somebody. Yeah. When Christians don't want to pray, hello, help. somebody. Help us, help us. Hello, somebody. Help. It just came up out of it. Yeah. He just needed more time and he didn't want to oh, lose the battle. Yeah. He didn't want the momentum to switch. Oh, in the night. He, oh, even after they traveled yeah. all through the night to yeah. get to the battle. Hello, yeah. somebody. Yeah. Most of us would have wanted to suddenly go down and find somewhere to rest. Yeah. Oh, he was willing to no work time. overtime. Yeah, Hello, no time somebody. Are you willing to pray yeah. to God to give you some more Time so you can work overtime. Hello, somebody. I like to tell Christian folks, oh, on your job, there should be nobody that outworks you. Yeah, yeah, when, yeah. When the, when the boss needs something to be done, he needs to call on you. Yeah. Hello, somebody. Because you can call on the Lord and you call him up and ask him and pray about this project that you just got. Have you ever got a spontaneous project? You didn't plan to get it, but they put it on your desk. Yeah. They put it in your hands. Yeah, yeah. Hello, somebody, because they saw something in you, and they allowed you uh, and wanted you to be a part of the process. Uh, oh, and when that happens, guess what? You better learn how to pray. Yeah. When somebody puts something in your hands, uh, you better learn to take it back and put it in God's hands. Yeah. Hello, somebody. Yeah. You got a hand to have a praise. I know you're up right. here, up in here. It was a spontaneous prayer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't plan yep. to pray this prayer. Yep. It reminded me of this prayer in Nehemiah, in Nehemiah chapter 2. And it's amazing. When you're connected with God, you don't know what prayer. Oh, that next simultaneous prayer could change your destiny. Yeah. Could change the destiny of your children's children. Could change the destiny of the battle. Could change the destiny of a city. And when Nehemiah Nehemiah was before the king and the king saw that he was sad. Oh, and he had a little conversation with the king. It says, well, and the king said to me, what, what is it you want? And then what did he say? Did he say, he said to the king, this is what I want? No, what did he say? And I prayed to the God of heaven and what? And I answered the king. Hello, somebody. That amazes me. The king asked him, oh, what he wants? And he didn't just pop out at the mouth and say, king, this is what I want. But he decided to consult the king of kings and the lord of lords before he talked to an earthly king. And it was some simultaneous, or you heard me call it a popcorn prayer, where he popped up to the lord. And when he popped up to the lord, then he asked the 
the king. Hello, somebody. Somebody better learn how to pray a simultaneous, spontaneous prayer in the middle of your problem, in the middle of your tribulation. You better learn how to pray. Hello, somebody. Guess what he said? If it pleases the king and if your servants has found favor in your sight, let him be sent to what? To the city of Judah. What? Where my ancestors were are buried to what? So that I can reveal it, Lord. What a what an awesome prayer! What is it that you want, Nehemiah? Lord, you need to go. Help me. That's it. And when he prayed that prayer, he came up with the simplest answer. Yeah, yeah. I need to rebuild the city. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that, was, that was an awesome prayer. Yes, sir. Hello, somebody. He came, right. you came. So, again, you better learn how to pray in the midst of your trial. Yes, sir. Hello, somebody. You just, sometimes you just can't wait to Sunday in this altar. Yeah, yeah, Hello, yeah, somebody. Yeah. You got to pray when you out there in the midst of it all, in the midst of the battle, yeah, in the midst it. of the relationship. Oh, right when your boss is talking to your crew, you got to learn how to pop something up to the Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hello, somebody. Mo Jesus. Hello, somebody. Yes, Lord. This, this was a, 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 a spontaneous prayer, but it also was a smart prayer. All right. That was a smart prayer. Wow. Oh. And this prayer, <laughs> he was asking for more time to defeat his enemies. And this is a, a nice little song I, I found on there. Let 
to substance on me until God gives me the victory over my enemies. I don't know about you, but I've had some enemies in my life. I don't know about you, but I've had some enemies who came together against me. Oh, it was said in the text that these folk, oh, didn't like one another, but when they heard about what happened, oh, to the Gibeonites, they came together. These folks that couldn't stand one another came together uh, against uh, the Gibeonites. Have you ever been in a place where folk uh, that didn't like one another, uh -huh. oh, came together to stand against you, uh, and you were tempted to be afraid? You were tempted to throw in the towel, well, but God says today, uh, oh, let the sun stand still yeah. over me uh, till he gives me uh, the victory yeah. in Jesus' name. Yeah. In yeah. Jesus' name. Yeah, that's good. Oh, when I pastored my first church, oh, uh, folk were telling me, uh, these folk that's trying to tell you what to do, before you came, they couldn't stand one another. Hello, somebody. Yep. And they came together collectively to come against you. And when I heard that, I knew I had the victory because I knew that if they couldn't stand one another, hello somebody, they wasn't going to have the victory over me. I knew that God had called me there and I knew that I was doing God's will. So I had to pray, oh Lord, let the sun stand still over me. Yeah, yeah. Hello somebody. Yes, Lord. Yes, Can you give me the victory over my enemy? Yes. <laughs> and I said that this was a smart prayer. All right, right. Hello, somebody. Yeah, yes. it was a smart prayer. Smart prayer. Oh, yeah. It was a smart prayer because uh, he was in the midst of the valley, valley right? Yeah. It was a smart prayer. Smart prayer. Oh, because they were in the midst of the battle. Right. It, it was missed. a smart prayer that because was... they were winning the battle. All right. Win. Hello, somebody, and they could, and they could have the, the momentum could have switched. Yeah. Right. Hello, somebody, when it was in the dark. Right. Hello, somebody. Yeah. yeah. Because it was their land. Yeah. Hello, somebody. And you are like, oh Joshua, you're, you're not fighting on your own court. Right. Hello, somebody. You're, you're on the road. Hello, somebody. Uh, you're, you're going up. Oh, you, you're you from San Francisco. Now you got to play in Green Bay. Hello, somebody. You better learn. Lord, let the sun, sun stand still. Yes, yes, yes. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Yeah, yeah. It was a yep. smart prayer. Always. I, I, I like this prayer. This is a smart prayer. Ezra, oh, uh, once he had found favor with the king, mm -hmm. and Ezra was boasting about how after the king had blessed him with all the, the blessings that he would need to set up the temple back in Jerusalem, uh, he said something in this, in this, in, in verse uh, 21 of Ezra 8. He says, "I proclaimed a fast." Uh, uh, so that we might humble ourselves before our God and ask Him 
for safe Great. journey right. for us and our children with all of our possessions. Right. And if you read a little further, you will know that he had to pray this prayer because he was ashamed to ask the king for the guards to protect right. them right. Right. because he was boasting on the how God was mighty to save. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, somebody. He had to stand on his word before the king. Yeah, yeah, brag about it. And, 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 and that's what some of you have to do. You've got to pray a smart prayer. You've been posting about how the Lord can do it. Yeah. Now you're in the midst of the circumstance. Yeah. And you better pray a smart prayer and ask him for protection. You better pray a smart prayer and ask him for more time. Yeah. You better pray a smart prayer and ask him to do it and to work it out on your behalf. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. yeah. Hello, somebody. A, a great great prayer. Listen, listen. Some of us be praying those dumb prayers. Hold on. Hello, somebody. You say, what's yeah. a dumb prayer? You ever heard a dumb prayer? Yeah, yeah. Well, you heard me say it many times. We ask folk in the household of the Lord, how you been doing? And they walk up here and say, I'm blessed and highly favored. You ain't blessed and highly Did you just get laid off? Hello, somebody. Didn't your wife kick you out last night? That's you not had blessed. to sleep in the garage. That's not blessed. That ain't no blessing. Hello, wow. somebody. You better ask Sister Homira, who came back to town. Hello, somebody. She said, Don't call me Homira. Oh, uh, Naomi, call me Myra. Hello, somebody. Because things have become bitter for me. And you better learn how to pray your prayer. Pray your prayers yeah, yeah, about yeah. what you're going through. Yeah, yeah. If the doctor said cancer, pray your prayer. Lord, the doctor said cancer. Hello, somebody. If the banker said you ain't got no money, you better pray, Lord, I don't have any money to pay my bills. Hello, somebody. You better learn. Oh, every time a problem comes to you, you better learn how to ask. Pray for the answer to the problem right there on the spot. Oh, like Nehemiah did. Oh, he prayed a popcorn prayer. Oh, yes, in an instance, and he asked for God to solve the problem in an instance. Hello, somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, somebody. Right now, right now, down. You better pray about your situation. Yeah. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Does that make sense? It makes sense, girl. Well, you it know sense. it. Yeah. You gotta, sometimes you gotta pray on the spot when stuff comes to you. Mm -hmm. And you got to pray a smart prayer. Don't if you're going through something, don't be praying about something else that you're not going through. All right, all right. You pray for what you're going through. All right, man. Yeah. Hello, somebody. Be <laughs> and, 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 and if you're like Joshua, ooh, this is an awesome prayer that he prayed. I can't even imagine how he must have been so in the battle and so in the spirit at the same time that he could manifest a prayer like this prayer. Wow. I, I wouldn't even have had enough Ooh. sense to pray this kind of audacious, awesome kind of prayer yeah. and ask God to cause creation on my behalf so I can win the victory. Ooh. To ask God to do something that he's never done before. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. Spiritual. Man, this prayer is—I can't—I can't even explain how it is. No, 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 no. This this next video kind of shares a pastor that's trying to give vision to his church. Uh, oh, uh, uh, in this video here.
see what happened. But you dare to ask God for the impossible. See what happens when you dare to ask God for the sun stands still. You know, in the Bible, a guy by the name of Joshua is at battle, and he prays a prayer and asks God for the sun to stand still. What an extraordinary prayer, asking God for the impossible. But the cool thing is this, God answered it, and the yeah. sun did stand still. Yeah, yeah. Do you know that the same thing can happen in your life? That you can grow an audacious faith that just asks God for incredible things that God really wants to answer because He wants to do amazing things in and through your life. Wow. Both for using our faith and our vision for what God has for us in 2013. Yeah. An audacious prayer. I said sensational prayer. Yeah. To ask God for the impossible. Yeah, right. yeah, unbelievable. Somebody listening at the sound of my voice that's going to give it. Yes. And I always pray that God would use me in a mighty way. And one of the things I, I pray that God would use me is to use me to spark the mind of that child or that scientist yeah. that can defeat cancer. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Do the impossible. Yeah. What happens when, when a scientist uh, comes in his laboratory facing the impossible and asking God to, to do the impossible to say, let the sun stand still over cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Jesus' name, asking God for the impossible. He's the same God yesterday, today, and forever. Yeah. But will we as the people of God imagine and know who he
Anyway, but he still had to pray for the logistics of the battle. Yes, yes. Hello, somebody. Yes. And that's how we, and this is what God had to teach Joshua because Joshua told him that he had the victory, but Joshua had to learn how to pray because uh, he went to fight Ai first without praying and got defeated. Uh, yeah. He made a peace covenant with the Gibeonites uh, without praying, yeah. but it says after he learned from that uh, Gibeonites uh, and Ai or I, but he never uh, stopped inquiring of the Lord from that time forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, somebody. That's up on your own. And God is trying to get somebody to have a real prayer life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you have the victory, but you still got to pray about the logistics of, of the victory. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. had the victory over Jericho because God gave him the, log the logistics on how to conquer Jericho. He tried to figure out AI on his own. Yeah. Oh, and send up 3,000 people. Oh, and, and, and those spoke up in AI. Oh, it says in that second battle that 12,000 military men died. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. when he sent those 3,000 up, oh, they, they was outnumbered. Yeah, yeah. Because he didn't pray to the Lord. Yeah. Hello, somebody. We're talking about the power of prayer right now. Yes, sir. You have the victory, but you still got to pray for the logistics of the victory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, Thank somebody. You. And that's oh. what he prayed. Son, stand still and you too move. Hello, somebody. And it was a sensation of prayer. Yeah. Wow. Kind of like this prayer many of you know about in 1 Kings chapter 18, verse uh, 37 and 38. You will know that this was Elijah. Uh, Elijah. And what, what did Elijah do? He called down fire from on high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And verse 38 says, And then the fire of the Lord fell and burned up what? All the the sacrifice. He called down, literally called down fire. A sensational prayer. An audacious prayer. Hello, somebody. Don't you know you serve an audacious God? Yes, God. Don't you know you serve a sensational God? Unlimited. And don't you know, yeah, he's unlimited. Yeah. And, and you came here defeated. Yes, Hello, somebody. Oh, wow. And God says, how, how and why are you defeated when I am unlimited? Woo. When I am audacious. When you do what, you, what I tell you to do, you'll have the victory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, somebody. Got to know him. But you got to have faith yeah. for the victory. Hello, somebody. And that's what he had. Faith is the substance of things what? Hopeful. And it's the evidence of things not seen. He had, he had faith. This, this, this stopping of the sun had never been seen before. Yeah, 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 yeah. The longest day in history and the longest night in history. Yeah. Hello, somebody. God came. <laughs> God came. Faith for the victory. I don't know what you came here facing, church. 
But I do know you can have faith for the victory. Yes. yes. All right. Hello, somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, somebody. Sometimes your prayers have to be spontaneous. <laughs> All right. And your prayers definitely have to be smart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hello, somebody. Yeah. But they also can be sensational. Yeah. Because yeah. right. we serve a sensational God. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Wow. What would happen if we, on this Wednesday, uh -oh. prayed uh -oh. a sensational prayer? All right, all right. That yes. God will cause revival yeah. in Bethlehem. Oh, right. All right, all right. What, what would happen? I mean, if we really be on one accord, not just one and two of us are praying. All right, it happens. But all of us praying. I'm talking about all of us. I, I, I heard point, one, one, one man who on the farm, he said, when I fast and pray, everybody fast and pray, including the, the horses, the dogs, the cats. Everybody. 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 Yeah, yeah, wonderful. Everybody. Wow. And everybody under our influence. Thank this Wednesday from 8 to 8 p.m. Fast and pray for revival in this place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, somebody. Then some of you will finally see why God wants to build a new building because there's not enough room in this place. Hello, somebody. Sit let the sun stand still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over me. Yeah. <laughs> Our God gives me victory over yeah. my enemies. Right. All eyes closed, heads bowed, saints are praying. Dickens, will you come? I'm so glad that Jesus Christ had faith for the victory. His victory would have to come like our victory would have to come. It would be through prayer. And on that night in which he was betrayed, he started out in his prayer closet praying the immortal words that some of us need to pray, Lord, not my will. Yeah, that's it, man. That's it. But thy will be done. That's the key, man. What a sensational prayer. Yeah. Why I give away my all, give away all of my opinions, all of my thoughts, all of the way that I feel about a situation, and I decide to go depend upon God. He said, Lord, not my will, but thy will be done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when he prayed, that prayer of victory didn't come overnight. As a matter of fact, he had to go through, oh, he had to go through trials. Oh, he had to go through crucifixion. Yeah. He had to go through mocking. To put a crown of thorn on his head after they whipped him and beat him and marred the image of man off of his body and put a cross on his back. Yeah. Oh, they put a cross on his back and led him through the streets of Jerusalem and put him and took him to that hill called Golgotha and nailed him up to the cross. And all the while, the son didn't stand still, but the father stood still as the son stood still on the cross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, somebody. And the son would have to die for your sins and my sins. They couldn't take, oh, his life, and he had to give it away, and he died. And it looked like that there would be no victory. It looked like that there would be no sensational answer to prayer. It looked like. It looked like. But I'm so glad that yeah. 
Oh, the sun went up and went down the first day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sun went up and went down the second day. Well, I'm so glad I'm on so the glad. third day. Yeah. By the time the sun rose up, yeah. the S-O-N rose up yeah. with all power in his hands. Yeah. Woo. Hello, Father. He got up out of that train and had victory over death and the grave. Yeah. Because he died for your sins. You can live today. Hello again, this is Pastor Michael Eaton. I've been your host for today's program. And before we sign off, we just want to make sure that you have a personal relationship with God. You know, many people are waiting to have a personal relationship with God. They're waiting because they're trying to clean up their life or get right with God to stop smoking or cursing before they come to the house of the Lord. And you know what I tell them? There's nothing that you can do or stop doing that would make you right for a relationship with God. The thing that you must do, however, is take God's provision. You see, in order to get right with God, you have to meet him on his terms. And his terms is Jesus Christ. The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And the Bible says that we have all sinned short of the glory of God. But the Bible also said that God demonstrated his love towards us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. God's only son, God's love, Christ died for us. So in order to get right with God, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you can do that today by praying this simple prayer. Dear God, I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus. I believe in my heart that Jesus died for my sins, was buried, and rose again on the third day. Dear God, come into my life, come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Amen. And praise the Lord. If you pray that prayer for the first time, then the angels in heaven are rejoicing. For now you are a child of the living King. Because you're a child of the living king, you have to find God's family, and that's what the church is. The church is God's family here on earth. We love, believe by faith that you've been born to the household of faith here at Bethlehem. Again, we're at 311 North Dunbar in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We'd love to see you in our services. But if you're listening throughout the world, listen throughout the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, or even China. We're going to pray that God will deliver you to a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Bible-living church where you can grow up in the things of God. We want to thank you once again for listening. And again, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you need to find a church home, a baby born. Needs to be a baby born in the family. Because babies can't make it on their own. And if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are a spiritual baby. You must find a church home. Again, we want to thank you for joining us today. And I'm going to give us a final benediction. A benediction is a final blessing. Father God, we thank you, Lord. And we pray in Jesus' name that you would bless everyone at the sound of my voice, especially the new children of God. Deliver them safely to a church home and put your hedge of protection around us all 
Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again, either here in Cyber Church or in the service. We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello again. This and is Pastor Mike Lee Tom, the, the senior Lord. pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. We want to take this opportunity to see if God used this message in your heart, if if your life has changed, if God really spoke to you and touched your heart and changed the moment in your life, we just want to thank God for how he's working in your life. But we also want to take this opportunity to see if we can get you to sow a seed in the life of our church. Right now, we're entering into a building program, and we've calling this program Vision to Reality. And this is phase one of our building program. And I've told many of our members, you know, I may not serve at a mega church, but I do serve a mega God. Not living in a mega city. This is Paul's Valley. But we serve a mega God because we're heard all over the United States and different countries and kingdoms. And we're believing that God owns the cattle on a thousand hills where you are. And if you take a moment and go to our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com. And you can hear it. Uh, tap the link on the MySpace page. Or uh, just go to the front page of our website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com. And scroll to the bottom there. You'll see Vision to Reality. And that's where you can give to the building and we, we want to do it kind of just like obama did it he raised his funds it was just people ordinary everyday people 25 dollars that helped him to raise millions of dollars in a economy that people were saying that is depressed i think that's god and i believe god can do it for us and we want you to give once again now if God has touched and moved and worked in your life as a result of you listening to this ministry, we want you to give to Vision to Reality and help us to make our building here in Paul's Valley, state-of-the-arts build, a reality because you've taken time to give 25, 50, 10, 100, and you may be able to do more. Whatever God is laying on your heart, we need you. So we can build this vision to a reality. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Again, go to the website, www.heargodsword.com.